Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today in CookieCast it's the Formula 1 podcast, straight to the apex. Now then, I believe that that's all, all she wrote I'm afraid. I believe the season may be over. There may not be any more races. Find out what that means for the season standings, find out what that means for podcast it's all here it's all in one tight package of a podcast before we get started please do consider like share subscribe and comment leave a review where you can leave a review share the podcast around people if this if there's anything about this if you've got a formula one fan in your life you think hey they're going to appreciate this podcast you're right they will Right, let's get started. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast, straight to the apex. Good morning, ladies and gents, or good evening. Um, to coin a phrase from the guru, Andy. You're listening to or watching Straight to the Apex F1 podcast, episode 26, with yourself, T Dog, James, and Marsh. The usual suspects are uh, here with us. How are we doing, boys? Good. Have you been on Good. some kind of hosting course? No. No. Uh, it's still got that William Shatner kind of thing going on. Yeah, I'll I'll keep I'll keep trying. I'll keep all right trying. Hey, we can only improve, mate. We can't be perfect. True. Yeah. So the last race of the season, uh, Abu Dhabi. Bless you. What did you think? What did you I was think? happy that it was the last race. That we don't have to listen to the Dutch national anthem for another weekend. Yes. Yes. It's been the first, I think it's been 1950s or something. Is the first, this is the first time in God knows how many years since 1950s that we haven't heard the British anthem in a Formula One season. I started to write down all the records that Max has broken this year, and I give up because I thought, there's too many. It's ridiculous. What is it? 19 wins? 19 wins. Yep. 19 wins. Um, I think his win percentage is about 86% or something stupid like that now. Do you know the... Thousand laps Lent. led, yep. Do you, do you know the worrying thing though from the weekend is Lewis touched on it. That Red Bull hasn't been developed since August. They've not put a single new part on that car, and it was 18 seconds in front of Leclerc on Sunday. Well, that that spoiler aligns in with. What Helmut Marco said, and yes, it is Helmut Marco. Verstappen has not peaked yet. 
Oh, which well, I, think, I can't wait for next season. We'll see. We'll I mean, see. Why would we even listen to that racist prick anyway, really? Well, <laughs> he's a prick. He is a prick. Always than racism. He is a prick. He covers various spectrums of prickness. Speaking of, speaking of pricks, <laughs> and if we slide over to the news. <laughs> well done, mate. Well done. Well, I love that. Speaking that was a seamless link. It was. Straight. What about Christian Horner? Prick. Absolute prick. The king of pricks. What about Against, him? And his um, comments before the, the weekend about yeah. Hamilton. Yeah. I went, oh, yeah, he, he came to us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was really desperate. Yeah, he, he came to us. But we didn't want him, but he came to us. We, yeah, and then Hamilton, didn't Hamilton say, well, actually, Christian approached me or my representatives, because I hadn't actually spoke to Christian for a while. Yeah, within about um, 10 minutes of Christian's statement going out, he did his, he went, nah, didn't. Yeah. Well, apparently it was Anthony I, Hamilton, won it? I don't know. I've heard loads. I've heard, like, something about a phone that he, he'd, he'd forgotten about or had lost, and then he, he turned it on, and there was a message from Christian, and the message back was like, hey, how are you doing? Yeah, let's chat sometime, whenever. And Christian's took that like he wants to join Red Bull. I'm, I'm just seeing well. messages from Lewis Hamilton saying, new phone, who's this? <laughs> Kiss. <laughs> Christian, he contacted me. Kiss, poker, kiss. I mean, <laughs> let's, let's look at it. In an ideal world, well, in any world or any aspect, would Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton be teammates? No. No. But they would be in a very similar car. So it would be nice to see who's the better driver. But we all know, and we've touched on it many a time in this podcast and this season, that there's only one driver for the Red Bull team. And that's not Lewis Hamilton or anybody else. <laughs> Josh Verstappen. Sorry, Max. Sorry, Max. 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 Yeah. Josh Verstappen has nothing to do with the fact that Max is dominating and he's not being seen with a spanner in his hand, leaving Perez's garage on a night. Well, while we're talking about pricks. <laughs> nice. That, that's the second segment. Another, another seamless link, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, another prick. Can we talk about... No, no, same prick. Um, oh. The same prick, okay. Okay. His, his little radio comment at the end to Max. Just Which one? call out, mate. Oh, any, the, any, the congratulating it, just, it, yeah. It was just, oh, I really love you, Max. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, really good, Max. I love you. I really love you. You're my best friend, Max. Do you want to? Do you want to dance with the Spice Girl, Max? I love you, Max. When really, all it sounded like was. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> but what you didn't what? see off camera oh, yeah, is Josh was stamping with a gun to his head. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah. 
he's a bit cringy, isn't he? It's all a bit cringe with Matt. Like, say, um, Sam and Lazenby, Christian Horner, the loving with Max and his family. It's all a bit. Yeah. 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 I would bias the, I don't know, but. I think. It does, it is cringe. Drive to survive no, this year is going to be awful. to look like Christian Horner is. Is bagged a milf. Oh, got every week you go on about this. No, she's not a milf. Well, what is she then? Overrated spice girl. <gasps> it's a middle-aged woman. <laughs> Dare you? Mate, she was she was like my crush in, in high school. She was my crush at Southie, where we both went. We did, but move on. Yep. Move on. Fuck no. You, you're like Moving Tony on. last week getting stuck on the Las Vegas race. You know, because they paid for it. They're there for 10 years. Are they? Yeah, yeah. What? I think you're they're like, in the paddock. You're like that with Jerry Hallowell. Mate, she wasn't even fit when the Spice Girls were out. Now, come on. Move on. Yeah, but now she's got a little bit of a posh voice as well. That's because she rides horses all the time. The conversation we had about Anya out of Frozen, but with a French accent, just suddenly goes up a notch. Wow. Get Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds together and just make one massive love child, and I'm there. I'm there. (laughs) Welcome to the Secret Crush podcast. Sorry, the not-so-secret crush podcast. It's not so secret. (laughs) Tony's 99.5% of all married men fancy Ryan Reynolds. Tony's like, who's Ryan Reynolds and who's Ginger Spice? I ain't got a clue. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever thought of this, though? Like, why Why did F1 put their, like, wives? Like, why are they on the camera? Why, why do we need to know who Max Verstappen's girlfriend is? Why do we need to know, like... Oh, because they're dancing racist see... as well. That's why. No, thank you. <laughs> wow, this is turning. Anyway, let's turn away from this. Any more news? I've got a lot of news. Have you? I've got a you lot be- of news. Best move swiftly onto it, mate, because we're going down a dark path here. Um, McLaren has um, updated its uh, deal with Merck engines and power units yep. for 2030, past the 2026 deadline which is interesting mm-hmm. um has anybody seen braun the naked yes. braun no not yet. yeah yeah watched it all you, you, would you rate it um yes not sure about keanu reeves mm. his hosting skills are weird but okay the, the series as a whole i didn't I knew that obviously they nearly went bust um, as Honda. I didn't realise Barrichello was close not to drive for Braun. There was a bit of debate there. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I'm surprised you don't watch it, James, knowing that your missus fancies Jensen Button as much as she does. Oh no, it's 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 on it's on our list. Um, we we are going to watch it. Don't worry, because I've already been thinking once we have watched it. We can probably do an episode on it. Yeah, no, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd watch it again. Have you watched it, Tony? No, 
Oh. I keep seeing it advertised, and I'm like, is it worth the watch? Is it not? Do you start it and then fall asleep? I'll go to sleep. Yeah. But d- does it explain it quite well? Uh, yes, it does. I think it's a very, very good series. Like I say, the only thing that is... It's just... I'm not saying it's bad. It's just strange. Keanu Reeves is strange. Mm. I always thought it was is, weird is it when because, he was doing it. Is it because we're used to seeing him acting like Neo from Matrix or Constantine or John Wick or anything else like that, and then all of a sudden it's... Even Bill and Ted, and all of a sudden it's just Keanu Reeves being Keanu Reeves. I, I thought it was going down the path of, is it weird that he didn't shoot and murder anybody on the Braun like, series? I thought that's the way he was going. Until you said Bill and Ted, obviously you don't kill anyone in that. Um, no, he, I don't know. It's like, he's, it's like he's a super fan, but very hyper, but then... He's reading from a script. I, I don't know. I'll, if we're going to do an episode on it, I'll let you watch it and make your own minds up. I, I won't be surprised if when watching it, I'm sitting there like, oh, I get what he's saying now. Yeah. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. Todd. Cool. Uh, McLaren and Monster have come have mm. come together and uh, decided to do a... I'll just show everybody there you go. I might as well bin this cap now um, well, because they're, they're not with Mercedes anymore. Okay. Well, McLaren. There wasn't with Mercedes, there were with Lewis. Mm-hmm. So what is going to happen to the Lewis link? Supposedly, it's still there. I, I hope so. The, the, well, the Lewis Hamill monster drink is quite nice as well. Has- yeah, I've heard that. I've never tried it, but and I've heard that. It's good. And it yeah. goes with gin. I have heard a rumour, Lewis Norris swap deal, Lewis finishes career at McLaren where he started. That would be amazing. But that would then go against everything I've ever said about McLaren. Mate, you've changed your mind that many times this season with teams. It wouldn't surprise me that you had a McLaren out on next week. I can't I can't do that. Because the Aston Martin one is 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 where now. I like I like Aston Martin. Is a, holds a special place, but to go to go full fuckboy McLaren, yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> well, well, you see, I started at McLaren because that's where Lewis was. McLaren was McLaren Mercedes. Them silver and red cars were awesome. No, yeah. well, they were then. They they were then. Now it's just an orange American machine of hype. And I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm surprised you like Monster anyway, because you'll be a Red Bull fan, because you have obviously got a Red Bull hat as well. I do not own anything Red Bull. I'll never. We got photos to prove that's not the case. I wore it for Bant. I wore Red Bull merch for Bant. That was it. That was it. What was worse was you walked into some sole trader's store. Bearing in mind, probably doesn't make much business because it's just a small shop. He saw you come in. He got excited because he was probably the only customer he had that day. He got really excited because he watched you put on every single item of Red Bull merchandise. 
I mean, and I, when I say excited, I mean full-blown chufty. Full kit wanker. You went full kit wanker as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this guy was getting really excited thinking, I'm going to be able to close up shop for the week. I'm going to be able to take the kids to Disney World, all because this guy's going to buy everything. And then you just took a quick video, took it all off and walked out. Mm. Yes. Yes, I did. Speaking of pricks. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, any, any other news? Has anybody got any other news to add? (laughs) <laughs> um, the postseason test Russell crashed mm. yeah I heard about this at 10-6 a failure on the car apparently wow well um, Toto says that he's that they're completely changing the concept moving away from how they laid out the, the chassis the weight distri- distribution the airflow, every component has been changed. Good. Because that car's a dog. And also, I mean, I, I didn't even write down how many seconds they were behind Red Bull, but basically it's going to have to be better than a Red Bull. And can you honestly see that? Honestly. No. no. I don't, I don't care what they do to the car. I don't believe a word he says. No, no, I, I don't. Until I see it on the track. Yep. I'm not believing anything. No. I'm not believing anything. Any Anything the else? The time that Mercedes are actually going to have a chance now is what when the change, when the, the new formula comes out. As, as soon as that comes out and they get rid of this formula, that's when Mercedes will probably have a chance yep. again because it's it's Red Bull dominant now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't got anything else, mate. Nothing. Uh, I don't think so. uh, Hamilton expressing self doubt. Well, yeah, that sums up the end of the news perfectly, doesn't it? Really, we'll see next season. But again, we'll see it. That's when we see it. When we see it, we'll believe it. FP one. Yeah. Anyone? No. FP one. Ten rookies. Can you name me one rookie? From FP1? Absolutely not. It doesn't matter. We'll carry on. There was um, an E. Was it an E? Formula driver in Max's car. Yeah, the Red Bull. Yeah. There was a few from F2 there. I think there was the actual champion of F2 was there. Um, An IndyCar driver was there. Who's obtained his super license. Pat something or other, Mexican. We might be seeing a few of these next season, if not this season after that. And that was it for FP1, really. It was just all about the rookies in the middle of the day. FP2 is where it got spicy. And Science had his big crash. Any thoughts on that? Absolutely not. Carry on. <laughs> Be honest, I, I I heard about it, haven't seen it. Yeah. Heard about it, kind of read about it or something like that, but yeah, I, I haven't watched it. Go on, practice report what happened. Hulkenberg smashed. Well, he just span and completely obliterated the car into the wall. He's now second on this year's Destructors Championship 
um, to uh, Logan Sargent, who holds the top spot. Are, are they going to uh, and, a Ferrari going to ask to say that a cab damaged the car and that's why he spun off? I've not seen any news for that. Oh, right. Good. But you definitely did hear about this one, surely. Max is overtaking in the tunnel from the pits. Yes. Yep. Yet yep. another rule made because of Max. Yep. Max does what he wants when he wants. I don't know why he did that. And I don't I don't know why he got away with it. Because he's called it's, Max. It's just a joke. I don't understand it's, why they didn't come down on him. Honestly, I, I think it's more a case of... I, I, I think that this is like a, a Seb Vettel trait. Sebastian Vettel was the master. He knew every single rule backwards and forwards. He And he knew every loophole to every rule. And the amount of times people are trying to catch him out in disciplinaries in drivers' conferences and stuff like that, and then he just reiterate the rule and make it perfectly clear, and then every sort of, all of a sudden everyone's just like, ah. And I think that's what Max is at the moment. I mean, he's, he's clever. He knows there's no rule on it. Mm. That's why he did it. There was no need to do it. There was no benefit to it or anything else like that. He just did it, and honestly, he probably did it because he wanted to get in the drivers' heads. <sighs> yeah, yeah. But, Bit of a yeah. measuring contest, like, like yeah, it's, I can have it's a take right. yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like you know when 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 he used to drive alongside whoever was sitting pole in a safety car, and he'd drive right up against them all mm. the time because he knew there was nothing there. And then all of a sudden the FIA is like, shit, he's, he's got us by the barrel again. But right, we'll we'll bring a fucking rule in. It would have made mm-hmm. me laugh if he'd have crashed in the tunnel. Oh, I'd have loved that. I'd have absolutely yeah. loved that. Because he wouldn't have done yeah. it again, would he? But he always gets, he seems to always, like you say, get away with it or, and then, then they change the rule after he's done something stupid. Yep. There's no need for it. It was unnecessary. It, mm. it, it wasn't safe. Impatient. It was impatient. Like, you know, he's meant to be this laid back Dutchman. Like, I'm not going to do a Dutch accent. Because we don't want to upset Dutch fans. But I'll leave we, do that to we do we do every week anyway. But yeah, he I don't know, it's just it's just him being impatient, petulant. What what else can you say that he hadn't done this season? Like you like like you said about the safety car. He was on top of whoever was Pearl behind the safety car. He was right like alongside him. And then they changed the rule because he was not behind. Mm. Mm. I just wish they were harder. I just wish they were harder in all senses. Track limits, penalties. Because if they were, then they wouldn't be fighting the fire every weekend, every race by trying to make sure black and white flag warning warning if they just went hard completely agree yeah the truck is like they're making work for themselves after the whole salary breach so the 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 budget cap breach and everything else red red bull pretty much just turned around and went well it's, it's only a small percentage of what we can make anyway so 
so what? Mm. And we, we, we've said it before, you know, other, other clubs, like Mercedes, you Aston Martins, all, all the teams that have got the money will start being like, well, if if, if that's all that you're going to get as a as punishment, then fuck it, why not? You know, mm. if I'm going to get two fantastic years out of it, God knows how much sponsorship and everything else, and all I'm going to have to fork out is a couple of million at the end of it as a fine, then... Pfft. Yeah. Yeah. But then that rule has already been broken. It's already been dealt with. There's already been a con- like a big thing made of that. You'd think but that they wouldn't, they wouldn't... But they wouldn't want to have... You wouldn't want them... If you were in their shoes, you wouldn't want it to happen again, would you? No, because that, that, it would bring everything up again. But if somebody does do it again now, it, they've got no option but to dish out the same. Yeah, hundred. Yeah, let's, let's set the else gets more, Yeah, anyone else gets a worse punishment, then they'll be appealing it, going, "Well, that's not what you did to Red Bull." And the yeah, same but- vice versa. They get a lesser punishment than Red Bull. I've then got the right to go back and go. Well, well, we 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 got this much of a fine. They've only got half of what we got. What the fuck? So they're not being as hard then to basically save face. Is that what they're doing? Yeah, because they don't want to upset anybody. Well, if yeah, someone breached, if someone breached it now, like you say, and went another five million on top of what Red Bull went over. They would probably get the same penalty, and red, like you say, Red Bull would say, "Well, hang on a minute, they've spent more." But equally, the other team would be saying, "Yeah, but you didn't tell us what what window we could spend. You know what I mean? What what the next level is of punishment? It's all the same. Don't matter if you spend a million over or ten million. Yeah, uh, it's just fishy. I think. I think at the end of the day, they're all in it together. So I think they're all kind of scrubbing and scratching each other's backs. Mm. Like if you some, something happens over there, let's just let's just let's just forget about that. And ooh, shouldn't don't do that. That's naughty. Let's well, move on. Well, the track limits <laughs> thing, the whole track limits debate, like it was the other the yeah. other race where Gunter Steiner was like, we've got proof that other teams breached as much as these guys that got penalties, why didn't they get penalties? And the FIA was like, ah, f- yeah, forget it. And they just brushed it under. If if you're going to go off track limits and you're going to give a punishment, give a punishment and make it severe so the drivers never do it again. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. What, how many times have we said, keep in between the white lines, not one bit of wheel is allowed over that onto a curb. The kerbs are the outside of the track, really, but now drivers use them as the track because it's quicker. Yep. Let's see. Let's see what next season brings. Mm. Anything else? Anything about practice? Any more news that you've thought of in the interim? No. 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 Racing Bulls, Alpha Tauri, next season. Oh, the rumoured name, yeah. Uh, Visa and Cash App are the rumoured sponsors. So, yeah, we'll be looking out for that cap. So Quality. Disappointing trade next year. 
I can buy the kids. Got a beef eater for tea. Oh shit! He just walked out. It will be interesting how they actually do as well. Like I, Red Bull was so quick this season. How can they top this season? Well, they could get their second team to become second, and then that would be absolute utter, utter, utter like domination. Could you imagine if Red Bulls basically have the top four cars, the top two teams? Yeah, and then that would really, that would really would be a, a Red Bull era, wouldn't it? Yeah. Anyway, we'll have to see. Quality. Q1, science left the building, the track. First time since 2018 in, in about 80 races. Don't know what happened. Very disappointing. Struggled with Very. his car since the crash. It just, it just wasn't his weekend, was it? No. At all. I mean, obviously the crash in, in practice, his quality session... Uh, and then the good old Ferrari strate- strategic team of going, oh, shit, he needs to pit. Oh. Uh, we'll do that in a minute. I hate that strategy. Oh, uh, we're waiting for a safety car. Yeah. Right. It's a 57th flap. There'll be one soon. I yeah. can feel it. Just hang on, Carlos. There's one coming. What a stupid, stupid strategy. Hung him out to dry. Yeah, Only yeah, they did. Came out but yeah, it, it didn't help himself in quality. So, but I mean, on trend, won it for the season? Yeah, they blew it because of that, because of the strategy, and that was been the problem all season. Absolutely fucking stupid. I'm sorry, you've got the chance for second place. Second place, and you only by four points, and all you have to do. Is get two of your fucking drivers to do better. But instead, you've got fucking Leclerc sitting there going, mate, I'm smashing out fucking second here. And Science back there going, lads, lads, I ain't pit yet. Mm. Terrible. Terrible. I just, I don't know why they put him on the same tyre. I don't know why. No. No. Don't know. No, it made sense. Don't know. Anyway, have we got time for Q2 and Q3? Yeah. Hamilton out in Q2, which means his level with Russell 11 v 11 out, out qualifying each other. Another strange one. Yeah, who knocked Hamilton out? Was it Russell? Russell, yeah. 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 No, I read some of it today. Go on. Go on. Johnny, I think Johnny Herbert. Johnny Herbert said in a roundabout way that the only thing that's stopping, and I might have touched this as well earlier on in the season, the only thing that's stopping Hamilton getting his eighth title is Russell. Really? Because Russell, Russell wants to be number one. And Russell could be number one. So would he yeah, sit back well, and let Ham go hammer time? Would he? Would he? Get, would he? Hey. 
subtle trip, you know, trick Hamilton, make him fall out of a window, make it look like an accident, chase him down to Pizza Planet. But you know what? They'll become best buds. There'll be a giant firework on the back of one of them. You know. George. I just told this reference next year. He's not good enough to be number We are still going to get fucking sued by Disney Pixar. We really are. <laughs> Walt, hiya. Yeah. I know you ain't defrosted yet. You're still cryogenically frozen. But when you wake up, listen to the podcast. And then <laughs> he's not good enough. He's not good enough over a season. Lewis would always be, if the cars were good, Lewis would always beat him. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree, but I don't think he's going to back down. No. Which no. is sad. Very, very sad. Yeah. Q3. It all happened. It all went off. Gasly nearly went into the back of Piastri and uh, impeded yeah, that was him. Close. Supposedly. I don't know. That, that next season... I've got a feeling it's going to be a connection. There's somebody somewhere is going to be on a flying lap and it's going to clip somebody and they're both just going to go sideways. Mm. I don't understand why it's so difficult for them to not know. Like, there's like a hundred cameras. They've got a team of God knows how many people. There's one, two cars on the track. Can't somebody go? There's somebody on a flying lap behind you. Pull over. Do you know? Do you know? Or is it not that easy? Do you know what the problem is? And I hate talking about this. It's tyres. Them tyres. The best time to be on track is the end of the sessions because the tyres rubber in. They get quicker as the session goes on. Just make the tyre more stable. And then at any point in that session, they've got 10 minutes or 12 minutes or eight minutes, whatever. They've all got enough time to get out on track and get a lap in without tripping up over everyone. But because the tyres degrade the way they do, that's why they all dick about in the pit lane at the end. That's why they all dick about and get in each other's way. Just stop. Stop now. But like you say, there's enough engineers to say there's someone on a flying lap. But to be fair, when you, you think about it, if you're sat in that car, there's someone coming up on a flying lap, right, okay. You've got to then mentally think, where do I need to position that car to be out the way? Because uh, you, you don't want to is... go off. You don't want to go in the dusty part of the track. You, you don't want to be in the dusty part of the track and off land because then your tyres are ruined for your lap. So it's almost like a balancing act of, well, I want to stay on the racing land to keep clean tyres, but I need to get out of this person's way. How are you meant to compute that whilst getting your cast all set up ready for your fast lap? To be fair mm. to them, yeah. Because at, at the same time, let, let's face it, their their warm up lap, you know what 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 you might as well call the slow one. That ain't slow. No, no, because they're yeah, timed now. They're even timed in that because they can't yeah. too slow. Yeah. Their, their slow speed. I mean, it's it's still faster than it is in the pit lane. And if I remember right, the the speed in the pit lane. It's like 80. 80 kilometers, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. 
It's like it's like what 50, yeah. 60 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you're trying you to do, do all at around about I don't know 80, <laughs> 90 miles an hour. Mm. That's true. You both make valid points. I mean, if somebody's coming behind me at 150 miles an hour, I would I'd they'd probably crash into me because I would have took so long determining and thinking which where to go. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's not like a motorway doing 80 miles an hour and then some prick in a white BMW shooting up behind you, flashing his eye beams. Hi, BMW you know, drivers. Indicating <laughs> I'll, I'll change lane eventually. I'll wait 10 minutes, but I'll do it. You know. <laughs> also, <laughs> hi, Audi like... drivers, because you're the same. Yeah. Speaking of pricks. <laughs> I'm not saying nothing. I, I want to keep the German automakers happy. Mexico can go fuck itself. <laughs> oh, He's back! <laughs> you do a, if we have a, a Mexican listener still listening, we, all we can do is apologise. You boo, you've booed two world champions now. Yeah. I hope you're true. happy. That is true. <laughs> I hope you're happy. Yeah. <laughs> You have all the class and decorum of... <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, it all happened at the end. Lando drifting. Mistake. Mm-hmm. Drifted out. Lost it. He's having a good um, lap as well. Yeah. Purple in the they first say, They say it builds, don't they? It slowly builds and that last segment is critical. And... Yeah, Leclerc on the other hand pulls it out the bag. Literally, Q one, Q two, Q three, last run, nails it. It's getting there. He's getting there. Mm. Uh, Perez deleted. You'd think he'd learn by Q three to go steady, and then yeah. That was about it. That's got nothing else. Russell put it fourth. Max is 12th pole this year. 32nd in uh, overall career. And Christian Horner won 500 euros from Helmut Marker. Because wow. we all needed to know that. Yeah. Be, be gamble aware. <laughs> sponsored by yeah. sponsored by Betfred. Christian Horner. Get two to one now. Well, yeah. Cringe. Bit like this podcast at the minute. But don't worry. We'll bring it back in the uh, the second second part. Oh, nice. nice. See you soon. Hey, you. Yeah, you that's listening right now. Thanks very much for tuning into this episode of Straight to the Apex, the Formula One podcast from CookieCast. If you're enjoying this episode, why not like, share and subscribe? Whilst you're there, feel free to check out some of the other podcasts that CookieCast has to offer. If you like football, we've got a football podcast. NFL more your thing? Then the Laces Out podcast is for you. Maybe even a little bit of the wrestling. Just look for the Getting Over podcast on CookieCast. Maybe you want to listen to Andy's Darkest Timeline. It's there too. So, 
the F1 boys have probably got themselves a drink. It's time to get back to the action. Welcome back, guys, to Straight to the Apex, um, F1 podcast, Abu Dhabi, last race of 2023 season. It has been a long season, a long season. It's going to get even longer next year, um, but let's get into it, is the race. Straight away, turn one, we had Max flying around the outside. Leclerc got the best start. Norris flew up. And then Leclerc lunged it to take back the lead. But there's only one Max Verstappen Red Bull, which is ridiculously quick. Anything to add from the start of the race? No. Nothing? No. Wow. Norris then comes past Piastri. Uh, We had a bit of Russell Piastri action. Love the circuit, by the way. This is definitely what I want to. I would like to go to this circuit because in that sun and the stands and the racing, it looks amazing. It's definitely up there with ones that I want to go to 100%. And then lap 15, Norris's slow stop, which allowed Russell to get the jump on him. Hamilton went into the back of an Alpine on that dreaded turn six. And Perez started marching forward up through the field. Uh, any Anything to add, guys? Anything else up to now? Perez Gasly, no. blame one of them incidents. Racing. Just racing. It- I don't think... He locked Gasly locked up. Hamilton won kind of ready for it. One yeah, racing incident. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it, what, the annoying thing was was Gasly's comment. Yes. He drove, he drove into me, he drove it, you know, I did nothing wrong. But Hamilton was just he went up, yeah, he he, he, he locked up. I, I couldn't do anything. We've said it before though. They're all at it on the radio. They're all at it, trying to get each other well, penalties. Yet they go out for a, a meal afterwards. Second year they've done it. Yeah, it really annoys me oh. the radio thing now mm. because any anything goes. I mean, Perez every fucking week, and he did it oh. in this one as well towards the end when he uh, was it Norris. I think it was yes. Norris. He crashes with ten and, six. Yeah, ten, ten six again. And he's like, oh, he drove into me, he drove into me. He's like, fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. I think they, they both knew it was a, 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 an absolute key point in the race. And the fit each other. There was, in, I, hey, this is where we're going to discuss it now, right now. Are we jumping forward to the Norris Perez thing? We're, okay. we're there. Right, okay. We're there. We're, we're there. We didn't even know it. We didn't okay. even know it. They connected. You could argue it either way. They both came on the radio and said, blamed each other. Yep. I mean, I thought the penalty was harsh. What? And I and listening to the interviews afterwards, 
few people did. Nah. You don't really? think it was Why, do you think it was harsh, James? Yeah. Do you agree with Tony? He's ahead at the apex. He's on the full one. There was nothing deliberate. I, I and know at first it looked like Perez didn't do anything, but then when you watch it and you see, he is just trying to take the turn. It's a race. Ne- ne- neither side is doing anything. I know Perez has said, oh, he drove into me and fucking Norris is saying the same thing, but neither driver has done anything wrong. It's just a did, full-on racing incident. James, James, did Perez hang it out and hang out Norris to dry? I don't think he did. <laughs> I know that's Mark's point. That's why I asked the question. I think, was it Anthony Davidson that was doing the sky pad? Who, who, by the way, is ace when he does it. There's a moment Perez takes the turn off his steering wheel and straightens up. Mid-corner, Anthony Davidson absolutely nailed it. He said, Perez is turning, and then for some unknown reason, he let he basically goes back straight <laughs> For a couple of a second or two, and then goes back on the lock. That's only reason to do that is hitting Norris, because then oh, he hit me! I I can't stand Perez. I, I liked him before. I thought he was a class driver. My God, with in a Red Bull racing suit, that guy fucking moans. And I think it was totally a hundred percent his fault. You, you know what? I was going to say the exact same thing because, I mean, I haven't seen that. I'll, I'll, I'll look for it because I think it'll be interesting to see and I wouldn't put it past him because it does sound like a fucking Perez thing. Yeah. And I, what I was also going to say was if there is maybe technically two things that has happened to me this season is I decided I don't like Perez anymore. Don't like Russell. No, I, I've gone off. No. I have gone off both massively this season. Mm. Perez just because he's fucking whiny, and it is never his fault. No, never no. his fault. No, and that's the thing. So turning you... Russell, he thinks his fucking dog's bollocks, and he has to speak like he reads a fucking thesaurus every night. <laughs> I so, mean that. You, what you go on? I was gonna say you. Agreed, nodded about the whole Anthony Davidson steering lock come off, yet you still think it was a racing incident. Because it is literally, that is the only reason that you can go, it's his fault, given five seconds. A split second, drop back, turn right, straighten up the steering wheel to back left. That's the, and it's a split second. And James, or anybody watching or listening, watch that Skypad because he does sum it up perfectly. But it is that split second that I think that's how they've done him. Lando Norris very quick to escape. Could have, could have just braked, and but he was. Oh, I'll take this. I'll take this opportunity just to fuck off and make, prove this point. Like he's fucking turned into me. Like, fuck, all right, we're all we're racing at 100 mile an hour here. Harsh. 
I still I stand by harsh. Okay. Five seconds. But I can understand why. And I think that's exact quote by quote what Anthony Davison said. Mm. It's harsh, but I can understand why. But that that fucking nullified the end of the race, don't you think? That had an impact. It well, you could say both ways actually. It kind of put a break on everything. And everything. Do you know what I'm saying? The, Do you know what I'm saying? On. Sorry, no, go on, finish what you're saying. Finish what you're and saying. At the same time, it added like something completely left. Left field, and you're like, oh shit, that changes everything now. And everyone starts messing around. And then Leclerc decides on the second to last last lap to slow down. It's gone now, mate. It's, it's, it's gone. That, that opportunity is gone. Why didn't you think of that fucking 10 laps ago when you got the penalty? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I've said this a lot on this podcast. I am sick to death of people copying the science mantra of, I'm going to give someone else a DRS and I'm going to help them out. Leclerc was straight on the radio. What can I do? What can I do? They're, they all yeah. think they're the fucking the bee's knees now. Like, oh, we're going to help our rival. I'm going to drop by Perez so that I can hold... Russell up and hope that Perez gets a five second gap so that we I really like that because it, it shows tactic, it shows thought in the competition, which is what no. the whole thing should be. It shouldn't just it should no. just be get a, hang, hang, shut the fuck up, you. It shouldn't be that kind of just make a car that's 18 seconds faster than everybody else. It's like, no, put some thought into it. Be creative and stuff like that. Pull the, the I'm the host card out, Tony. The oh. only... Yeah, go for it, bitch. The only thing that <laughs> fucked Leclerc over completely there was, again, the Ferrari strategists. If they want to... If they had a cop signs... Leclerc... Right, I'm going to slow down, give him a tour so we can yeah. get in front and close that gap. Would have worked perfectly if Signs wasn't still back somewhere driving like Morgan Freeman in fucking driving Miss Daisy going, um, I need to pit. Yeah. Still got There's a time. There's a time and a place. And at Singapore, there was a time and a place. This race, it just, to me, and I agree with you, James, last chance saloon, desperation. Like you've had hope. All season, you've had all season. You had all race. Why suddenly now? Why? Why? Yeah, but it cost Leclerc. Well, no, actually, it didn't because of the penalty. But it could have looked cost Leclerc joint fourth in the drivers' championship. And I, I, I get what you're saying, James. I, I do kind of agree that it was actually quite clever. He was working out whilst driving around, and all that razzmatazz. But I also agree in the fact that if Ferrari haven't fucked it up that race and about eight races this season with pit calls and strategies and when the Ferraris have been too busy fighting themselves instead of saying, right, let's go get the next guy, they have fucked this championship and they don't deserve to finish second at Absolutely. all. At all. True, true. Why are they doing it on the second to last lap? Why are they yeah. doing it eight laps from the end? What but begs the question, agrees with everybody's here point here what what was it doing 20 laps what was it doing 50 laps before that? <laughs> Do you know what what I mean? 
<laughs> the next question I was going to ask when you were saying why they're doing this, why they're doing that, my next question was going to be, why did the driver have to think of that? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's a good point, actually. That is a very when good point. Five people on the pit wall, everyone in the pit box, you've got everyone back at home, HQ, looking at the computers, looking at the data and everything else. There is probably around about 80 people not mm. in the driver's seat who could have gone, mate, if we do this. Yeah. But no, it, it takes the guy going at like 170 odd miles an hour to go, lads, if I slow down a little bit. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We're holding out for a safety lap, safety car. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Hamilton on signs. Um, Perez passes Norris and Russell, and Leclerc slowed down to Neuville. And yeah, that that was that was about it. That was about the race, really. Signs. Yeah, had to basically jeopardise his whole race to come back in and get mediums on. One point. Go on, on, James. I I was just going to say, I kept an eye out afterwards on sports news and everything because I needed to see what investigation was going on. Because obviously there was Hamilton with his um, pit infringement, uh, Gasly Mm. and I think two others as well all with pit infringements. And I wanted to see what was going to... Because obviously it was that close, it, it could have changed the outcome of the constructors. Yeah. And it, it was annoying me because it was me and Charlie was talking while watching it. And I, I said, you can guarantee, because it's Lewis Hamilton, he'll get penalised. Fucking guarantee it. Even though we don't know what the infringement was. And then they said on the on the TV, it was like, oh, it's because one one of the pit crew came out and the visor wasn't down and blah, blah, blah. And then Charles was like, well, if that's the case, then yeah, it's, it's going to be a penalty to um, to Hamilton. He's going to have like a five-second penalty. And I said, that's not fucking fair. No. In, in any Because that has got no benefit to the race, no benefit to the driver, no benefit to the constructors in any way, shape or form. That solely is a health and safety measure and that should just be a fucking fine to Mercedes and a financial fine. I don't know it didn't happen, so it's a bit of a moot point, but mm. but it was yeah. the, their no argument sign. was it was the lead mechanic that had actually the rule book says any mechanic around the car and the guy who had his visor up was just overseeing everything he wanted near the car. So they kind of got away with it in the end. But mm. why have they done that all season? Why has it only been noted now? Was it because of the lighting? Because it's a night race? If it was Red Bull, they'd probably change the rule. Well, yeah. My only <laughs> my only point from the race and what I wanted you guys' opinion on was the Alonso-Hamilton incident with Alonso going down before the DRS line yet. He he was... he was Hamilton said he brake-tested. Yeah, him. he did. Uh, somebody on the commentary said it was a mistake. It was clear that he was trying to slow down because of the DRS. 
Yeah, they, they said he tried slowing down so that Hamilton would then overtake and he could get the DRS. Um, Clever. Clever. But uh, it's just the ones, it's just old boys up to their old tricks. Like, yeah. what do you expect when them two start like racing each other? You know what? I, I can't wait till the 2043 Grand Prix just to see what Alonso does there. Mm. He's still going to be around. He won't give up. He'll, He'll be out in the scooter. And it's lights out. 19 cars go whizzing by, then you just see this one little guy going. I thought it'd be like the aliens off Simpson. It'll just be Alonso's head in a big pod. <laughs> what does annoy me about Alonso is that he moans about the car and then suddenly it's better immediately. Mm. Like it's got no straight line speed. And then he blitzes it past somebody, and it's like, mm. well, I'm glad he's gone yeah. back to that. I'm glad. I'm glad he's gone back to moaning about cars and stuff like that. I I got so creeped out. Yeah, with the typical new employee fucking brown nose at the start of the season. Oh, fantastic car, boss! Oh, really? Yeah, really good, boss! Oh, it's great! Yeah, oh, your son! Oh, he's brilliant! Yeah, your son's top notch! Oh, really good, lads, boss! Yeah, really good. Going back to halfway through the season, your car's shit. Didn't last long, did it? Didn't last long. Good old Alonso. Stop kissing ass. Just say it as it is. Yeah. Be interesting how that one, how that unfolds over the off season, and where they place. It's very worrying the way that the brakes just came on, and they literally the more they developed the car, the more they went backwards. Yeah, to the point where they, they actually went back to their old settings and got quicker Bin, and binned off the the upgraded car. Yeah. So uh, pretty much finished talking about the race, and I just had a really good idea because obviously there's going to be a long post season bit, and we are going to do little bits like we're going to come back and we're going to do a massive quiz, um, which Charlie's going to host. She doesn't know it yet, but it's now live on Spotify and SoundCloud and everything else, so it's got to happen. Uh, and we're thinking of asking Andy to come along as well. So, Andy, here's a, a we're dangling an invite. If you want to come in and potentially beat Mark, it's for you there. Um, but, I mean, you know, apparently, on, but you'll beat them too easily. Yeah, and probably. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, you know, you know. Joint first in the predictions for the NFL now. That, that's true. That is true. Um, I, I think we should come back and do like favorite favorite moments. I, I think, yeah. Well, Tony mentioned before about doing a review of the season and favorite races and favorite favorite naps for him. Um, favorite crashes. Favorite prestigious race of the season. Favorite pass. Say, every race but Vegas because it's the first one there, so it don't count. Yeah. <laughs> Your personal favourite moment? Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to reveal it, but I will have it somewhere still. I need, yeah, I need to look through my notes and maybe watch a few podcasts and just see what moment Tony pissed me off. But there's probably a lot of them. I mean, nah. guys, I haven't shit myself yet. You've That's made it I'm through. Saying. You've made it through a full season. I mean, that's worth an award in itself. 
I've managed to time the toilet breaks at the appropriate time. So. Anyway, are you dragging it out? Are you dragging it out anymore before we get to the prediction side of things, mate? Yeah, have you finished? I, I, no. I do have some breaking news. Well, that's the race. That's 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 the championship. To summarise, before we move on, Max wins it, 575 points. Whoa, whoa. Max won? Yeah. Wow. And he That's could have shock. won the championship constructors by himself as well. Yeah. Oh, um, I mean, you've probably heard this a thousand times already, those that are listening, but Sergio Perez came second, Hamilton third, Alonso fourth, but joint fourth, no, just above Leclerc. Did he? No. I think I got that wrong. It was no, it was joint. They were joint, but I think it was on. I don't know why he finished ahead, but there was joint on points. I don't know if it was something to do with podiums. Podiums, maybe. Yeah. Norris by a point. Sainz, Russell, Piastri, Stroll. Mm. Stroll. Wow. Uh, Mercedes second, Ferrari third, McLaren fourth, Aston fifth, Alpine, Williams, Alvatari. Alpha Romeo and Haas. And that was it. That is all she wrote. 2023 season, done. 2023 season. Who thought that? Podcast predictions. We needed a finale to that. What happened? So... <clears throat> It was really close. Mark had 61 points. Um, I had 62 points. Tony had 63 points. Um, Mark? Yes. You went Mark, Claire, Hamilton. Mm. Give you five points, giving you 66 points. Yes. I went Max, Perez and Norris, giving me three points, giving me 65 points. Oh. Tony, speaking of pricks, just copied me because that way he knew he couldn't lose. And when Max Perez Norris got three points, giving him also 66 points, we did bring in a tiebreaker just in case and also went with fourth-place predictions. Mark, you went Perez. And there's no point talking about Tony because we know that that prick just copied me. So we went signs, meaning that Mark got one extra point, giving him 67 points. Bad. However... Uh-oh. However, I have had correspondence from the FIA, not well. the not the FIA, but the FIA. Now, allow me to share my screen. Thank fuck someone stepped in to fucking sort this absolute controversy out. Mark, you've disabled screen sharing. I've got, no, I haven't, have I? It looks that way. I'll be honest. The predictions this season... I think it's because we're recording. Okay, well, I will share the statement with you, but obviously people who listen oh, to this... Hang on. Oh, oh, oh. There we are.
No? No, I'm viewing yours. Ah. This is great. For the listeners on here, this is a really awkward moment where Mark is showing he is the old man with tech. <laughs> Most disabled attendee screen sharing. There you are. Try and share now. Oh, yeah. Say, tech savvy, mate. Yeah, it took you've, you a while, you've, though, didn't it, man? You've, you've completely fucked up now. Can you see me? You can see lots of me now, like lots of mini-me's and everything else. Yep. So... This is why this this is the point where we get cancelled because you've just given him everything. Wait, can you see this? Yes, Look, Robbie Williams, Rob, Robbie Williams, Eternity. Yeah, for everyone who doesn't know, yes, I also sing. So there is a lot of backing tracks there. However, there is also said statement from the FIA, which will come up now. Oh, oh, it's very official. This was dated the 29th of November, 2023, and arrived at 1700 hours. That's 5 p.m., Tony. This is addressed to Mr. Anthony Rawson, Mr. Mark Wilkin, and Mr. James Stainforth. Now, my eyes ain't great, so I'm going to zoom in a little bit. So, I'll read this out for the sake of the listeners and stuff like that. So, it has been reported on Monday, the 27th of November, 2023, as the season of Straight to the Apex progresses into the final episodes of 2023. There has been numerous rule breaks by numerous teams into the closing weeks of the podcast. There has also been reports from a third-party team of unsportsmanlike behaviour. One wife within the FIA, or Fitties in association with Straight to the Apex podcast, has been approached by a Mr. Mark Wilkin at 11.17am for the winning wife within the Fitties in association team to act on behalf of the FIA to deduct points for the following offences. One. Mr. Anthony Rawson team copying from the engine of Mr. James Stainforth into the last race of the season. The FIA have decided a fair deduction in this case due to the attempts to deceive and collude would be the removal of five accrued points. If this behaviour continues into the 2024 season, a disqualification will also be considered and a replacement within the team by Mr. Adam Rawson will be considered. The penalty for disqualification is to buy the whole FIA items from the Dior store. Perfume is the accepted currency in this circumstance. The FIA have also been noted of a further breach of rules within the 2020 season, where Mr. Mark Wilkin has displayed unsportsmanlike behaviour towards an FIA wife member stating, she is out of it, there is no point in having her picks, and she bottled it. This unsportsmanlike behaviour was noted and a warning live on the podcast was issued before Mr. Mark Wilkin then decided to contact the wife within the FIA to request assistance. Acting on behalf of the FIA and in agreement with Mrs. Wilkin, the FIA have decided to deduct five points. Remember, wives are always right, Mr. Wilkin. Fuck the FIA. Fuck the FIA. Finally... There has been a report of rule-breaking where members of the Straight to the Apex podcast made predictions at the start of the season. They also completed tiebreakers to support the fair awarding of the winner's trophy, second place and third place. The FIA understands on Season 2, Episode 2 of the podcast, members of Straight to the Apex decided to create a tiebreaker season decider, which was then contravened in Episode 25 of Season 2. This is not a permitted rule breach and therefore the bonus point tiebreaker referred to as fourth place will not count. This is really fucking annoying because I forgot we did that. Well, so I... she's got me on that one as well. Why, what did we do? I can't remember. I, I, 
earlier on, we decided we'd make up some kind of um, tiebreaker and I would speak to you both offline and get right. it all sorted out and it never happened. So, yeah, we, we, basically, lads, we all fucked up and Beth has oh, got us all balls right now. Right. Anyway. I mean, uh, yeah, go on, carry on. The FIA understands Mr. J. Stainforth has accrued 65 points in the season. Mr. M. Wilkin has accrued 66 points in the season. And Mr. A. Rawson has accrued 66 points in the season. With the deductions above, the new total is as follows. Mr. James Stainforth has accrued 65 points in the season. Mr. Mark Wilkin has accrued 61 points in the season. And Mr. A. Rawson has accrued 61 points in I'm the appealing, season. I'm appealing this. Uh, good luck with that, mate. Jesus, I'm not going against that. You saw what she did to that Domino's delivery boy. We still can't hide all the fucking body parts. The FIA have considered the tiebreakers from Episode 2, Season 2, and the Constructors and Drivers' Championship predictions. Mr. M. Wilkin and Mr. A. Rawson selected the same predictions. Therefore, these tiebreakers are void as there is no accrual of points. The final tiebreaker was the amount of points accrued in a 23-race season by the machine Max Verstappen. Mr. J. Stainforth selected 14, Mr. M. Wilkin selected 12, Mr. A. Rawson selected 18. Fuck me, this goes on for a while. Jesus, Beth. God, got eight minutes left. Um, here we go. It has been noted by the FIA there is no allocation of points to this tiebreaker. The tiebreakers, therefore, the FIA cannot conclude the results. Mr. J. Stainforth collected a decided tiebreaker away from the podcast, and the FIA is not made privy to this information. Therefore, FIA suggests Mr. A. Rawson and Mr. M. Wilkin complete the forfeit and learn a valuable lesson in life. It's the taking part that counts and not the winning. The FIA concludes the forfeit is an ice bath of two minutes duration, video recorded with a declaration of love during the ice bath for Max Verstappen to be shared with listeners and viewers of the podcast in season three. The FIA thanks you for a Wednesday night, man three evening, and requests this change to Thursdays into 2024 for keeping up with the Kardashians on Hulu. The FIA notice has been sent to the only responsible and a loving beard inspiration and winner of the 2023 season, Mr. James Stainforth. However, he may have them cancelled by stating something inappropriate on the podcast. So if he is unavailable, Andy, please could you deliver the verdict? Finally, we cannot wait to hear that Mr. Anthony Rawson and loss of this again in 2024 will result in deduction of points. Bitch! Uh, fuck the FIA. Tony, are we appealing? I think no. you should. D- did you know no about comment. this, Tony? Absolutely not. Uh, after, after what happened... On on Sunday or whenever it happened, I I give up because it is what it is. It is what it is. It's it's just five minutes from the end of the second to last podcast of the season. We make a rule, which then breaks all the tiebreakers that we did at the start of the season, so that this situation didn't happen. All the bad luck of the whole season came down to one race, one point, one place. Mate, there we go. And now, and now, now, now we're here. This episode has ended like Abu Dhabi in 2021. Controversy. That's why your name was Controversy in the first cast. 
Now I I, I know how Lewis Hamilton feels right now. This this is full blown total. Just going. Hang on, no wonder. Hang on, people have been coming up to me in the street, putting their arm around me, saying, "It's okay, mate. We all know who the winner was." If anyone was Lewis Hamilton in this situation, it's me. James is Max Verstappen. (laughs) I'm not sure who the fuck you are because you've been leading all season and you've fucking blown it. Do you know why? Because you copied off me the week before and you copied off James last week. You're a fucking idiot. I'm Lewis Hamilton. I know how he feels. I've got to agree here because you had such a massive lead with your own predictions this season. And you got cocky and you fucked it. I think, Mark, really, you've missed the boat here. We should rename you Mark Massey Wilkin because change the rules last minute and what happens, it's taken away from somebody. Me? Me. (laughs) You, You took away from yourself. You gave yourself basically one point, which has ended up, you winning, but how did, we had, how, I still again, have to guess we that Perez. In, in all honesty, from the first episode, we did them because we didn't want this situation to happen. But this situation's happened. We're in this mess. In, in all honesty, no, nobody all, wins that, Mark. Nobody wins. I, 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 I kind of agree with him. I hate all season this year. We have said, I agree with Tony, and it's fucking weird, but I agree with him very end of the season, and I'm agreeing with him again. We all yeah. fucked up because, yes, in season episode two or something, I said we might need a tiebreaker, and I said I would sort it out, and we didn't. And then we forgot all the fucking about it, and it just went over there somewhere daft like that. We came to the end of the season, we're like, oh, let's do a tiebreaker. Yeah, we'll do this. And then Beth, who is the fucking head honcho of the FIA has clearly listened to every single episode of the fucking podcast in the last couple of days, made notes and referred to them in that fucking statement and got us all by the ball. I mean, I'm not going to complain too much. I win based on what the FIA's decision is and I will stand by the FIA and fully endorse everything that the FIA do for us. However, she did get us by the balls. I've got two points to make from this. First point, I can't believe how close we was in all seriousness at the end of the season. I, I, I'm amazed that literally one point before all the bollocks with the FIA, one point has covered all three of us. The second point, no offence, Tony, but I fucking hate your wife right now. Because <laughs> she is the cleverest person in the room because she's made notes and us plebs have decided that, oh, we, we've forgotten we're in our little tunnel. We've forgotten what we said. I mean, I can't remember what I did yesterday. Never mind in episode two of this season. I remember Tony but, shitting himself, but that's it. But that's the only thing I remember. So well played, Beth. I fucking hate you. Probably more so than Tony now. I think Tony's gone up a notch. Beth is public enemy number one. So I, th- I think we'll all agree that we need to stew on it. I will do the ice bath, though. I'm quite happy. Oh, no, I, I'm quite happy as well. You know, if you, but if you guys want to appeal it or anything else like that, I think we could discuss it before, you know, for the next podcast and go from there. But you know what? Sharing an ice bath with you two, 
Well, I wouldn't have to. I mean, technically I've won, but at the same time, wouldn't mind doing it. We shared a shoey. Exactly. I, I mean, what a downer to finish the podcast season on. <laughs> no, Mikey, no. I made one comment about Beth, and it's right. She was closing on us, and then she fucked it. So that was their stupid fault. Does this mean you're going to do a total wolf and put on like a black turtleneck jump and just sit there while Stanis go, everybody's got a target on their back next year? Yep. Oh, Beth. All them times I've agreed with you and Tony's being a prick. No more. Tony, you be you. I'm supporting you 100%. You be you. You be you. It's lost. I'm just lost. I'm lost for words. This, this is the end. We're going to do a review, season review. We're going to do other things that we've already explained. But, yeah, it's been a hell of a season, as you can tell by all our faces right now. Mm. I mean, look at me. I've become a nomad. And my <laughs> wife has turned against me again. <laughs> so on that note, <laughs> on that bombshell, we'll, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Um, on the other side. I probably would have picked fucking Max Norris and Leclerc as well. Thanks to CookieCast. We love you. Andy, we'll see you soon on this podcast. On this podcast. All right? Bye. Love you. So there you go. What do you think of that? Over and done. To some degree. Big thank you for watching, big thank you for listening, big thank you for being here for the season. Come back next season. Come back for anything that comes up between now and then. And the only way to find out if there's more episodes, like, share, subscribe, comment. Leave a review where you can leave a review and check out the website, thecookiecast.com. There we've got social media links and an email button and that way you can get in touch with us. Right, that's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. You've just listened to another episode of Cookie Cast. Thanks for listening.